Welcome to another episode of Knights of the Brown Table, a podcast with three Pacific Islanders sharing our views and the lens through which we see the world. I'm Sefa. I'm Sila. To the vast of the galaxy, spruce of the interweb. It's a song that's traced to my matrix of generation. He sometimes claims German Chinese heritage, but he's also a photographer and dancer, and is an amazing songwriter and rapper. He is. I am going to be rapping for you right now. Oh, well, it's impromptu. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. Win. laughs> Nights at the brown table. Get it. Don't say any fables. Get it. Because oh. if you lie on Sunday, then girl, you sashay away from my life and from everything else that exists because I ain't got time for that. And Lamar, hi. Hi. <laughs> Dang it, when you were going Abel, Abel was like, what is he going to rhyme it with? (laughs) Where's he going to go? You shook it up. You rhymed on a different word. Shook it up. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, I'm just really good. But I'm also very humble. (laughs) Blessed, but humble. Yeah. Wordsmith. Power. Yeah. How are we this week? Great. Yeah, really thriving. Yeah. I like that. What do you mean thriving? Rising and thriving. You know, just got to go do the damn thing. Living up to my man- mantra for the year. What's your um, mantra? Do the damn thing. Do I said that in the last episode. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. That's amazing. Just you. <laughs> and I rise. Do you remember that. that song? Which one? We got to rise up <laughs> and fly <laughs> like Remember that song? Oh, let me sing it for you. <laughs> you let me said. sing. <laughs> Wait, are we already going into our when, game? When, <laughs> In the Urban Dictionary, a culture vulture is someone who steals traits, language, and or fashion from another ethnic or social group in order to create their own identity. The topic has come into the limelight recently because a store out in Penrith called Downtown Brooklyn. And so they, they put up a post. They're known for, I think it's the whole shock factor when putting their posts up in order to garner more more attention yeah. and, and more gu- and more comments. And so on the 26th of January, which some Australians call Invasion Day and others call Australia Day, put up a post which said three great things about today. One, one of our fans grabbed a fairy bread burger and trekked into the city to grab the shot. Two, we are back open from 5.30pm so you can grab yourself a fairy bread burger. Three, 364 more days till we have to listen to the Invasion Day bandwagoners again. The, the conversation came up again because this restaurant is known in Penrith to have, like, so, so for example, when you look at the menu, they have hip hop figures on their menu. And so people were saying that they um, are using black culture in order to profit, but on days that are significant to black people in Australia for, um, with indigenous Aboriginal people, they write comments like this, which is 364 more sleeps till we have to listen to Inva- Invasion Day bandwagoners again. And so when there, there are quite a few people saying that they are culture vultures in the sense of you say one thing and you pretend to support Black Lives Matter in America, but when it's Black Lives in Australia, are you doing the same thing? Because I think we, there's segments in which we can address this particular issue. Where do you stand on them first having an, a restaurant that uses black figures like Notorious B.I.G. as mm-hmm. their artwork around their store? Do you think anyone should be able to or no? Because there's quite a few places that do the same thing. Yeah. Because um, that shot of him with the crown yeah. is iconic. Because there's, there's there's quite a few restaurants. There's Milky Lane. Yep. There's um, in Bella Vista. There used to be a restaurant called Yagero. A, a lot of them are owned by white Australians. Mm. And so for me, I don't know. Like I I, I think sometimes um, looking at it, when we talk about hip hop, it it is owned and created by black people in America. And then when establishments, because now hip-hop seems to be pop culture now, 
is it is it appropriation or is it being a culture vulture when you do that and push when you don't stand for black? But like when you're not supporting social issues yeah. to support uh, black culture and black people, mm. but you're just taking their culture. See, that's I find the the conversation gets difficult because isn't that the isn't the the point of creating music and art and all of that stuff? Isn't the point to get famous and to push it out there? And now that people are using it, you're saying no, you can't use it. So what what would be the appropriate thing to do for everyone who's not black? Just ignore the just ignore the culture and ignore like oh we don't don't listen to that kind of music. Or are you saying only use it if you support black people? I think it's an interesting conversation when we look at you know I I don't think every musician wants to become famous. I think a lot of the times um, the music or the writing is used as an outlet. And when people who have been oppressed have used these various outlets to obviously um, portray how they feel in their stories and whatnot, and then it blows up, I mean, that's not in their control in terms of how other people interpret it. Um, But I think for me personally, like, I've normalized the whole, you know, when I see things like Milky Lane or what's this Brooklyn downtown like at first you're like oh cool black culture like oh my gosh like Biggie Tupac like but then you never or especially not until recently you never really care about who is behind the like the face behind it until you kind of realize white people have been doing this for years Mm. profiting from other people's culture is it okay I mean Mm. probably not but it's it's always going to happen and it's, it'll continually happen because it's, you know, people are always constantly taking cultures, whether it's there's like whether it's black culture, whether it's Polynesian culture or Asian culture, you know, there, there's this whole melting pot of like businesses that have started um, because of other people's cultures. But we are always constantly seeing white people profit from other people's cultures. And it's just something that's been normalized. Because mm. like, I think sometimes like when we look at restaurants, because for me, I'm like, I've been to restaurants like uh, recently. Loved I love Mexican food, and I went to a Mexican restaurant that recently opened, and it's owned by Asian people. Um, so for me, I'm like, is that appropriation as well or not? Mm. Does that make sense, or is, do we only um, apply the term culture vulture because it is supposed to be derogatory? Are we only applying that term white to white people because they have been the dominant majority for? decades centuries um because like when uh, early in the year i i read a book called cast i can't remember the name of the is it isabel wilkinson i think that's the name of the author and in it she was talking about how black people were able in, in america how they were able to kind of not free themselves be able to but be able to gain more rights and so she said that the their, their segue into being able to um, get money and everything was through entertainment because they were considered like dance. You know how people do the whole th- the term or dance monkey dance, mm. and so because they were that that was their way of to entertain the white masses, they were able to kind of be able to get money and and whatnot. So she said that that's the reason why it has been like a massive thing for them when it comes to the arts. And so when we look at things, for example, all these different establishments owned by white people. But I I, I believe that when it comes to all of that, if you're using black inspired thing, like if you're using black culture, then you should pull up for black rights. Mm. Um, Because that's like especially with what we're talking about with um, downtown Brooklyn 
Penrith is them not standing for indigenous rights here in Australia. Because mm. for them to say, oh, it's a bandwagon thing to jump on and be like, oh, Invasion Day, it should be Australia Day. For me, I'm like, oh, no, that it doesn't sit right with me. This isn't, at the end of the day, this is and always, always was, always will be Aboriginal land or Indigenous land. But do you think that that's muddling uh, black social issues in America with black social issues here in Australia? Because those are two different things. Like, it's not like they're using Aboriginal culture, because I know that they're both black. Yeah. But Aboriginal culture ain't black culture in America. Two separate things, two separate experiences. So if they were using Aboriginal-inspired stuff and then pulled up, pulled that marketing stunt, I think that would be more of an issue. But how can you be for Black Lives Matter in America and not be for Black Lives Matter in Australia? Well, because I think the issue, like the stem of the issue and all of that stuff is different. And two, they're not using Aboriginal inspired food and all that stuff. Like, Mm. So for me, I think what they're saying, if you have an issue with what they're saying about calling, trying to call out people about Invasion Day, I think that's one thing. And if you have a problem with that, that's cool. But I don't think them you having Biggie on the wall is related to what they said. Mm. I think those are two separate things. Or actually, I'm asking the question, is it two two separate things to you? As opposed to me saying it is. Back to your original question. Do other minorities get a pass? Like with the Asian, the Asian people that own a Mexican restaurant, mm. do they get a pass? Is like a- I would have second guess though. For, like if I, if I saw that an Asian, um, if Asian people were running a Mexican restaurant, like I wouldn't even care. Because for me, I'm like, oh, make your money. Yeah, cool. But if it was a white person, I have a problem. Then for some reason, <laughs> I feel a certain way about it. But the thing is, even back, I think about it back in the islands. A lot of the restaurants and stuff are owned by. Chinese people in Tonga aren't they doing what white people do did to natives here aren't they doing like their cultural appropriation oh, I don't think we can compare the two because at the oh, end of the I day Tonga is still still owned by Tongans Australia, yeah I know that yeah but when it comes to Australia the fact that there were people already existing on the land white people invaded have commit, tried to commit genocide for such a long period of time aboriginals weren't even able to have land rights or voting rights for decades centuries and so for me i feel like it's a totally separate issue because um, when it comes to minority groups here in australia we're not the dominant we're not the majority so then it answers your first question it will Mm. only ever be applied to white people because white people are the only people that have ever done it in which case that's what i feel but (laughs) in which case that's a questionable in it's of itself yeah. if racism or cultural vulture of all these derogatory terms can only be applied to white people because of colonization mm. then then we yeah. n- then there will never there's this there's never a debate mm. like it's a loaded yeah. statement if you ever ask that question we already know the answer because by definition we already think and they're I, in the losing and i think it side. for me i feel like it applies to countries that have been colonized Mm. Like, for example, if we were to say culture vulture in, like, Europe or wherever, they haven't been colonized by, by white people because mm. they, they are white. <laughs> but here in, um, in, in countries like America, well, in Australia, even New that's Zealand. Well, keep going. Yeah. But in, in countries that have been colonized where indigenous people don't have rights, indigenous people to those countries, for me, I'm like, oh, I would say culture vulture to white people. Any white person um, that is in a country that has been invaded – 
I would say, oh, yeah, you're a culture vulture. Mm. If you're appropriating someone else's culture to make money and you don't pull up for them when their rights are, uh, are in play. It, it, especially because topics like this often open up more questions as opposed to yeah. whether there's definite answers. Mm-hmm. But a final stance on whether other minorities get a pass. Do you think on that? I, I just, I like, again, I, I don't feel a certain way because the minorities are the people that have mm. been oppressed throughout time. Mm. As, as opposed to seeing a white person profiting from other people's cultures, that is when I sometimes, that's when I have problems. And that in itself is like something that I'm trying to um, Cause even question in, myself about. Yeah, because even in Australia, Asian people have been oppressed. And so for me, I'm just like, oh, no, it, it, the same applies to them as well. But what if it's reversed in their country? Because we know that China's full of problems. Yeah. Like, that's the whole debacle behind uh, Mulan and them filming in states that had internment camps for Muslims. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? They're, 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 so yeah. if an Asian here served Middle Eastern food, would mm. we have a problem? Because I do know a place that does is owned by an Asian man and he serves and a Mediterranean breakfast. That's that's my only issue is that it, because the lines are so clear, I get what you mean. Because based on principle, I get what you mean. Like that, what they pulled Brook, downtown Brooklyn is dirty. Mm. But and we even, see it all the time. But we see it all the time. But that, no, well, not them, not the cultural appropriation part, but just what they said. They do. They did it for clout. Yeah. What they said, period, was annoy- is annoying, and you know it was a marketing stunt. But why do we feel a certain way when we see white people profiting from other people's culture? cultures i think it has to do with what you said yeah with because oppression of, because of there's a history for it there's <clears throat> precedent for it but like, just based on definition like white people have been doing it not saying that this specific white person has done it but mm. because he's doing it also it seems normal because yeah. we've seen it already and i think it, it for me it feels like like going off the basis of basis of australia his, australian history this country has been built on the backs of and people of color. So, for example, white policy was brought in after there a whole bunch of Asian immigrants were brought in during the mining yeah. in the 1800s. And with the the blackbirding trade, a whole bunch of Melanesians were brought into the country in order to help with sugar plantations. Mm. When they wanted to wean colored people out, they brought in the white policy to encourage immigrants from Europe. So they wanted Greeks, Italians. And then even they were minority groups when they first came here. So for me, when it comes to this country and economy has been built on the backs of colored people, black, indigenous, people of color. And so when it comes to establishments doing, continuing to do the same thing in modern times, I feel away. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, no, it happened back then. And even in school, we don't, we don't learn that history. A lot of the time you have to look into books look into different things to be able to find out what has happened, the horrible things, especially with Indigenous people, the heartbreaking, horrible things that have happened to them and continue to happen to them. Mm. For me, I'm just like, oh, nah. When I see a white establishment make money off of that, I'm just like, ooh, that doesn't sit right with me. (laughs) But when I see other minority groups, like when it just comes to restaurants, if they were doing something like gang signs and they did hip-hop culture in order to sell, I don't know if I would... Maybe I would feel a type of way as well, even if I saw a minority group doing that. Who owns Culture Kings? White Australians. Who owned your ghetto in Bella Vista? When I went, they were not. <laughs> they weren't. They were not black. And because your ghetto in Bella Vista, it was a it was a mix of hip hop and island stuff. Mm. 
And I was just like, oh, this is, yeah, I was like, oh, this is interesting. And I went there because I was like, oh, I want to eat some of the food. But reading the menu and then just seeing like pictures of like Biggie and them on the walls, I was like, I don't know who owns this. I, I can only see the people who work here. I don't know if they own it. And they're not black and they're not islanders, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I get her, but like being based in Bella Vista. Yeah. And the thing is like Is Bella Vista bougie a bit? No, Bella, yeah, Vista, Bella Vista is bougie. bougie. Okay. So it's kinda of like the Hills District sort of thing. So when we sat there, majority of people that were coming in to order food were white. And so I was just like, they must feel like they're getting a hip hop experience. Yeah. <laughs> like coming in here. When I was just like the people that I saw working that night, they weren't so I was just like, Oh, this is interesting. Who and at the same time, I said to myself, don't ever come here again. Yeah. <laughs> Who owns Tealish? Which one? The Brisbane one? Or <laughs> Who owns that? I, I see what you mean. Yeah. I, see, I see what you mean. And I, I, feel, I feel the same way. But when I think about an inconsistent rule... That's only that's, applies that's, to simple, that's, that's a, where I have nah, an issue. I feel yeah. Because I'm like, man, if it only applies to one group of people, it's like, that doesn't seem fair either. Like, what if it were the case if there were more more people being uh, like with that entrepreneur sort of spirit? So if there were more islanders opening restaurants. I would love that. Would you ever go eat at an island restaurant? Definitely. Yeah. Like not an islander owned one, but one that makes islander food. No, so that's why I, don't I know went. If I would. No, that's why I went to Yagero. Because you thought it was island food. Island food. And then when I went there, I was just like we don't cut the veggies like this sorry, and the oka, and we don't use lemon or lime mm. from a bottle in oka. we use fresh. And so for me, I was just like, I don't think this was made by an islander because yeah. this is like solid shaped veggies. It's not supposed to be that shape. Oh. <laughs> and so for me, I found that a bit weird. Um, but if there was an island owned restaurant where you go sit down and order off a menu, I would defs go. I'm all about supporting island businesses even if it came in a styrofoam <laughs> What about getting rid of single-use plastics, plastics and climate change? Tell me, would you? <laughs> when I went to Samoa, they have good restaurants. Yeah, nice ones. Where you go sit down, food comes on a plate, and it's good quality. And they've like even, like the revolution when it comes to traditional Samoan food, the different <coughs> ways they've been able to cook it and stuff. Owned and made by Samoans. For me, I was just like, man, we need to move this mm. to Australia. There are heaps of people here that want to try island food, but they want it like this. Done properly, where you go sit down, have an experience with your friends and be like, oh, this is this and this is that. And it's done really good quality. I reckon islanders would love that here. Oh, and other ethnicities. Because for me, I love trying different people's foods. And I, the more authentic it is, the better. But am I a culture watcher because of that? <laughs> no, you're just trying food. Like, what? You, what you're never allowed to eat a kebab. <laughs> Point is, it is interesting. Yeah. I don't know if there's an answer, but... What's the question? The question is... <laughs> what day minority- is Father's Day? <laughs> <laughs> is it culture vulture if you're a minority owning and um, pushing a restaurant that isn't your like isn't your ethnicity? Does that even yeah. make sense? Or is it only a culture vulture if you're white profiting off someone else's ethnicity? Or I using like the latter, hey, because yeah. the power structure is different. Yeah, that's how I feel. When you take into account the minorities, and when when we when we view white people from the stance of a minority, mm. like white people already have constructed this power structure on capitalism. So the yeah, it just depends on how you view the the situation 
It, it, funnily enough, I was reminded just talking about this when Theo was talking about how, you know, we see white people doing this all the time. And I think that's why they get away with it is because that's why they get away with it and that's why we've normalized it is because it's just been done and it's been repeated yeah. throughout history for so many times that for us it's just like oh like yeah it's okay though it's okay yeah. because like and then it's okay because we are always constantly seeing them being entrepreneurs we're constantly seeing them opening things up we're constantly seeing them you know opening shops or having brands or all, all of these things when you know, when we look at the lack of things that exist for our people, like mm. having island of restaurants and whatnot, we don't see that because we haven't seen it before. So I think, yeah, it just depends on how you really view the situation, I guess. Mm. But I would love to see like more island of restaurants. Or, or one. entrepreneurs. Or just, wait, do we even, I think we have a few cafes. In Australia? Like here in Sydney? Yeah, isn't, um, There's one in Canberra. <laughs> There's one, one in Winter. Isn't there one no, in there, I know there's one in Canberra for sure, for sure. Like w- when we're talking about cafes or restaurants, that island owned. It's not on wheels. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> like island owned. Yeah. Restaurants that serve island food. Yeah. There's a cafe in oh, Canberra really? when we went down there. There's, what, okay, oh, what are they called? Kingdom? Please plug them. <laughs> oh, this one's called. So the restaurant in Canberra is called Kingdom Five. Oh, okay. But it is now permanently closed. Oh. Yeah. They're probably COVID. It's probably a COVID because mm. it was small and up up and coming, but mm. it's probably COVID. But there was a place called Kingdom Five in Canberra. Because there's um, another place in is it uh, out south? Is it Mama's? Yeah, that's. I think that was one in Minto. Is it Mama's Donuts? No idea. Because I yeah, oh, I think it's was it Glenfield? Two brown girls. Yeah. Yes. 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 I think it's Glenfield. It might be in Glenfield or Minto. Mm. But do they serve island food? I don't know. Okay. But I know they're owned by by island people. So it looks like we should take our own advice and pull up and go to <laughs> 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 We need to take our own advice and go pull and up go to pull those establishments. And go see these places. No, the, the, reason, the reason why I, like, I would want to go to support, but at the same time I was like, nah, my mum's one's the best in my mind. And I still yeah. have it at home. But like Fia always says, even if you don't like it, yeah, you support. Like it, share it. Share yeah. it. Oh, and we did. Kingdom For 5, real. we tagged you. <laughs> I tagged you in my picture. One where you smiling, looking away. <laughs> <laughs> That's all my pictures. The Nolan sisters. The Nolan aren't. sisters. Um, Marina is Marina Debbie. <laughs> Marina who? Marina. You mean Marina Debbie? Debbie Lowe? No. Oh my gosh. Are you guys Islander on what? <laughs> Do you guys have um? What's it? Fresh off the boat. Yes. <laughs> Bro, they were big back then. They're massive. I love fresh off the boat. Marina Davis. Yeah, that's what I said. Davies. She's Islander. Is she in Nolan Sisters? No, no, no. So Marina Davis did a cover of it. Oh. She used to be part of Marvel. So is that culture vulture? <laughs>
Is that culture is that vulture? Culture vulture? Doing covers? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's karaoke call-ups, a new segment that we just created out of nowhere. And uh, this is the final result. We're going to call people up and make them listen to us <laughs> sing them a song. And you may ask when. When did you ask? You may ask why. Why are you doing this? <laughs> you may ask where. Where did I say... <laughs> Or you may ask how. How did you get my number? <laughs> but with all those questions in mind, we just know that we are here. Mm. So, if you would like us to call you up, drop your number in our DMs, eh? Hello? Hello. Hey there, am I speaking to Tare Tao Tao Lafoy? Um, um, what do you want? We're just doing karaoke corner now, and um, we just wanted to ask if you were interested in hearing a song from us. Nah, not really. <laughs> just so like, like, you know. when? When Oi. did I ask for one? The disrespect, eh? Tyree. Uh, Why? Take a song, Why, man. Tyre? Come on. Let us sing for you. We're not even asking for money. No, you don't have to pay us. We will pay free. you to listen. It's for free. It's for, it's for the episode. We're currently on, recording. Come on, support us. Um, what's, what's in your repertoire? What have you got? We've got an acapella. We're ready to go. Acapella? Um, oh, okay. What song are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> wow. No. Wow. <laughs> no, this song. I come from the salt water people. They always live by the sea. Chorus. My island home. My island home. My island home is, is waiting, waiting for me. me. My island home. My island home. My island home is waiting for me. Always was, always will be. Wow. Sovereignty Amazing. never ceded. Wow, clap. I'm clapping in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but when? <laughs> Tari's like, but can I go now? <laughs> Huh? So, oh wait, put mum on. Put mum on. Go, put mum on. Man, I'm not even at home, bro. Where are you? Oh, out and about in that. I'm not Korean barbecue, bro. Oi, what the don't heck? You, oi, don't you live in Melbourne? Shouldn't you be in lockdown? What? <laughs> Mate, who are you at K barbecue oi. with? Um, Latu, Lata, Richie, Kia. It's Where's the audacity. Yeah, well, you know what? Stay there. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another episode. This is Sefa. I'm Sila. To the voices of the speculations of the universe. I don't know what I just said, to be honest. <laughs> I'm still shook from the gods. I'm still just kind of like processing what just mm. happened. But one thing I don't need to process is my name. Shalomar, Lamar, or whatever you want me to be. Wink. Oh, yeah.